0: Welcome back to the Raji Rabbit and Friends Podcast, it has been an amazingly busy time for me. I just finished up a workshop tour with Roland, I went to five different cities, amazing times in all of those cities. One of those cities was New York City, yes, went back to New York, that was my third time there, Uh, and I met with some amazing people in real life, Uh, they are DJ D-Star and DJ Rick Wonder, super cool guys and they allowed me to go into their studio get a quick glance into their workflow and process which is amazing amazing uh, to witness and these guys just have great incredible minds I'm not going to go with a long open on this podcast we're gonna keep it quick and I'm just gonna let you hear the awesome conversation that we had with DJ D star and Rick wonder so awesome in their New York studio that interview starts now check it out guys uh welcome back to the Raji rabbit podcast i'm gonna do a quick interview here i'm in new york live and i'm in in the city we're doing our tour Ooh, with whoo. roland but right now hey, hey. i found some people that are creating some music they've invited me to the studio so big us big shout outs to rick wonder hey. and d star what's good what's good <laughs> so it's amazing guys I love the uh, work process you just kind of took me through uh, some of the processes that you do when you're creating a track um, how long have you been making music we'll go ahead and start with Rick first on uh, about five years D-star and, uh, since I was since like a little kid birth. <laughs> yeah.
1: since, since, since birth since like 12 maybe I don't know what's 5th grade uh, I don't know oh wait making music or like making music like, prof- like professionally uh, no for, like- just
0: making music like did you like write songs and poems when you were 2 I played Mm. the trumpet in high school. No. No. Marching band? Marching band? No, not marching band. I started
2: started playing drums in like fifth grade. Yeah, that's so much cooler. uh, Yeah. (laughs) And I didn't know why I wanted to do it. I just started doing it. But then like I went through like I quit because I was like in like punk punk rock bands and stuff and it's like tough to get four like 13 year olds to get along Mm. to like make anything. Right. So then I started like down down on Fruity Loops and I was in like 10th grade, 11th grade, something like that. And then like as I got older I wanted to make beats i made like a really bad knockoff beat it still dre it took it to my friends at school and then uh yeah started there then i quit started djing at 19 and started producing again at like 23 so it's been like another nine years i started, I
1: started sony acid
0: Ooh, Ooh, sony acid i remember when that yeah. used to be like a, a viable dog in the fight yeah, like, that, yeah. Was that was like, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> long like time making my first
1: like stuff and samples and i
0: think it's still around but i don't know you made me. music in it I never tried I, to make I, a music, I, did, I recorded like and like, yeah. You
1: know, I, try, I tried to make music, I don't know what I was doing at the time, but then yeah. I, I just wanted to DJ. I started, I recorded I started DJing in the city, in like in here. I played my first club when I was 15. Wow. And yeah,
0: How'd you get cool. in there? Do you look old or something?
1: So my mom... <laughs> <laughs> no, my mom actually worked for the biggest printing company in New York that printed all the flyers for all the big clubs when they still used to print flyers for clubs. Nice. And. Um, like the promoters just coming home oh, and she'd be like oh my son's trying to be a DJ and I made a mixtape and yeah. a, you know just you got, got, got an opening spot yeah,
2: nice yeah. did you tell me you tried to bring a girl off no first time three I girls, the first right? time
1: I DJed my parents dropped me off it was in an old school suburban me and my best friend at the time this kid Demetrius and like 10 girls and my parents walked my mom actually walked him to the front door said hi I'm so and so I work for whatever company and he goes oh yeah, yeah. and opened the rope and we walked right in
0: so wait a minute. Your first time at the club, you brought ten girls. Yeah. Jesus Christ, you Came ad- you adhered to exactly what clubs want today by today's standard. Yeah. You brought ten girls. Yeah. I'm getting in a club anywhere with ten girls. Well, that, well
1: this is almost this is this is many many moons ago when promoting was still cool. You know, like, yeah, you, like you wanted true. to be a promoter, then you wanted to have that cool plastic card that like you know would get you in and like do all these things. Now like you say a promoter, and people are kind of like.
0: People Promoters have cards? What
1: happened in your life? Back in the day, they had these cool plastic cards and stuff. <laughs> I never got that card. Yeah. I never was a promoter,
0: yeah, yeah. but... Yeah. yeah, wow. Well, now, I mean, it's hard. In, I don't know how it is in New York, but in San Diego or in California, like, some places, they want you to damn near be a promoter to even book you, like, if you're not bringing, like, walking That's, that's in New York, too. That's, okay. that's, that's here, but yeah.
1: But for, like, the less less established guys, like, like it's all about, like, like I guess, like, paying your dues or whatever, the, the opening mm-hmm. DJs. Like, I'm sure ever playing tonight before me, like definitely had to like sell a table or two yeah, that, or yeah. to uh you know
0: That just whack <laughs> so yeah, yeah i mean at the same time it's like it's like how much responsibility but it's weird because it's it's such a weird gray line because it's like how much responsibility do you have to bring people out to the venue but at the same you know rather than hey isn't the venue cool enough and whatever you know but then again when you're famous or of notoriety right then it is your name that brings people, so you're just like promoting without. Uh, but that's
2: a different it's promoting pay grade without merit. Because when I was selling tickets, like that. you were getting, merit. you were or getting paid accordingly. Right. You know, but now it's like these whack, like you know, your local gigs, like that we're doing, like on your typical weekends, where you make your average pay grade. You know, of like what's average in your city, like New York, maybe four hundred is average in the city. Would you say? Like yeah, we're talking money right now. Fuck it. I would, say,
1: let's, let's, I, would say, I would say that's the low end of New York. Here. Okay, four to six, right? I'd be, I'd be, I'd be,
2: you gotta consider the other. I'm talking wide scale yeah. here. Keep when in I'm mind talking about I mean, what we like, make. I'm talking yeah. about uh, so what I would, the, so the combination I was, uh, uh, of our openers make versus our higher okay. end DJs, like your Camillos and stuff that are making. And keep in
0: mind, guys listening at home, that you know if you're in Indiana or you're in California, that it's different. That it's different because yeah. you here it takes two thousand dollars to live in a shoebox. <laughs>
1: yeah. So <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, yeah, it is, it's, it's, it is, it is a different beast and stuff like that. But yeah. I
0: guess what I'm
2: well what I'm saying though is that like I think scale wise of pay though, like yeah. there's a there's a difference. But at the same time, when you're selling tickets, you're getting paid a lot more money. Oh yeah. Is what I, I guess the point I was trying yeah, to make. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you yeah, off, but I just want to yeah, finish yeah, that yeah. Point so they knew what yeah, I was talking about. Because yeah. it's like four hundred, six hundred dollars, you're not gonna sell eight bottles and get paid that
1: there's like there's, uh, there are different tiers there's there's the, there's the opener DJs the young starting out DJs they want you to book tables they want you to bring people they want you to do that then there's like I guess our level where we get booked on a name just because they know if they put this name on this party mm-hmm. we might not bring a lot of people but the people that go over are, All right, cool, I fuck with this place like, then there's your your DJ Camillo's mm-hmm. that's on a higher pay scale but that's because you they know if they book him He's not gonna book tables, but there's gonna be an extra fifteen tables there popping off like crazy because that person. Yeah, because yeah. he's and more popping. Yeah, and then you have your your regulars and t- like your your Galantises or Chucky's or whoever that, touring. sell tickets. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right,
0: right. Yeah, they sell tickets off the name. So you work your way up till you end up selling tickets again. <laughs> right. You start yeah. out selling You're tickets because you don't have You're a name. And right. then you sell tickets inadvertently because you're such a big name. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right.
2: right. But you're selling circle. a lot more volume. I feel like those kids right. that are opening like, will book one Those thing. kids that are opening,
1: they get handed the tickets on Monday, and they're like, yo, I need the money or the tickets collected by Friday afternoon. Drive around, do whatever you have to do go to tanning salon, like whatever it is to get yeah. these tickets sold.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's, I never, I never
1: did that. I but
0: won't. it's hilarious because, you know, in the end, we're all selling tickets, aren't we? Like you go back and then you're the, the touring right. guy. Right, but you're, all getting, you're all playing
2: hustle. yourself though if you're letting yourself do that because if you're going to go out there and you're going to open, you're gonna sell 30 tickets to, mm-hmm. d- to open a DJ slot, you might as well just go somewhere else that's going to oh, yeah, book you sure. and then get 30 people to come and you'll maintain that residency. Right. you say, so, yo, that guy he brought 30 people in here and normally Thursdays are dead so right. let's roll with this right you know? Yeah, definitely she i playing not, herself, do not you know?
0: i do not advocate the ticket sales for the young guys starting out like like you said yeah. but 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 it is funny because that's how you get on at a big club you know or at least an established yeah. club uh, sure. If if you're young and you want to go that route, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. But I, you know, I just found it iron iron ironic. Yeah. To, There's nothing wrong working
2: for free, but I just don't. I wouldn't do it
1: personally. Yeah, like I, sure. I understand it also devalues well, we the like, service. You just got to like establish stuff. Like,
0: what would you say is the best way to stick out as a DJ, establishing yourself with venues? Now we know that we can climb in the DJ ranks by putting out dope remixes and stuff. You know what I mean? But like, what makes you climb for you for you in New York? Content. What do you think? I think, I, I think it's Two things. It's it's I'm content.
1: It's it's content having like, like the right brand. look, the right brand, yeah. the right branding. Whether it's you know, Instagram is on point. Your Twitter, well, Twitter, Facebook is really as relevant in New York as much, but the Instagram You've is definitely for Snapchat. Everybody has mm-hmm. this place. Your remixes. It's also like going out there and like shaking hands and kissing mm-hmm. babies. Like the right. more, like the more when you're first yeah. starting out, the more you're out, just mm-hmm. out. that's not necessarily DJing or even letting people know you're a DJ just out if you're trying to do this full time and you're not
2: out four to five nights a week Uh shaking hands and you're not getting any love like that's why you're not going out you're not meeting the right people you know
0: networking and you don't have to be
2: pushy you can't be like pushing yourself on but just go out be seen in the spots you want to work at no one's one of the best things I ever heard was that like people somebody you know one of the promoters for like one of the house rooms Something like that. I was like, "Why am I gonna, why am I gonna support you if you don't support me? I never yeah. see you at my nights. So why am I gonna come around and just book you to come play my nights? I'm just gonna, you know, show love. It's a two way street. Yeah. And I think a lot of people want to see you support them, you know, in order to be supported yourself. It, it,
1: it's crazy. It kind of is like a nightlife version of Gary Vee's jab, 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 right hook or whatever. Where it's yeah. like, it's like you can't just be like, hey, I'm a DJ, book me. Hey, I'm a DJ, book me. Hey, it's like, yeah, it sucks. You ask me do like, yo, that. how do I get understand? Like, oh, well. We throw a brunch on Sundays. Bring five girls. Just come hang out and chill. Come out, like, right. be like, "Oh, Yo, you, you're what are the, Let me buy you a drink. Let me hang out. And then you know, do that for like a month or two, and then be like, "Yo, you know, I'm a DJ." Like, yeah, Like,
2: hang out with people you know, yeah. and get in with the other DJs. You know, because there's gonna be a night where they're sick. You mm-hmm. know, that's how we all we all have that story. Mm-hmm. You know, where one of the guys that have the best residency in town or one of the residencies in town was sick, and he's like, "You had that right," mm-hmm. and then you know, "Oh, can you cover
0: for me?" Of course. And the next thing you know, the room's yours.
2: Yeah, yeah you're doing you kill team. it,
0: and then and then they bring you back every every once in a while, right? Or, or something, yeah. But I
2: think it's a, it's definitely a networking game for sure. Mm-hmm. But at the same well, life time, life seems like, to
0: be that way. It, life it. is a networking it game, it, is. Life is yeah. a networking game, and the, you know, like, there's probably a million street ballers that could beat Michael Jordan. You know right. what I mean? But they do they have the discipline to go through the processes. Well, and I think do it being
2: right. great is also a shortcut. If you're like okay, you can network your ass off. There's a lot of kids we know. Dude, Without naming names, there's a lot of kids <laughs> that we know that network and they're crazy about it and they follow, they do the branding, they got the content, they juiced up their Instagrams, and but like they're not headlining because they're just not that good.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? You can either be great, that's actually a thing I saw it was like ten things that require zero talent, being on time, work ethic, effort, energy, attitude, right. passion. Like you don't you can either be Michael Jordan or you can just work your fucking ass off in every right. aspect yeah, yeah Contest, I hate it when practice. people are like always
2: like you're super talented like I mean, it's not like I just worked all the time right you know I just locked work. myself in a room
1: Fuck. red man work work <laughs> yeah. was that thing where he's in his house just like
2: Work! <laughs> oh, if you never seen that video, you gotta check the video type of red man work video. Yeah, he's it's in like his like, he's, he's kind of like a throwback to the old cribs, I don't know if you remember the old cribs. Where oh he's yeah, like kind when of he
0: the, rings the doorbell, the doorbell's yeah. broken, Yeah, doorbell's
1: broken, window's
0: boarded
2: yeah. up, and
1: he's recording the yeah, yeah, he's got
2: a SSL on his house, it looked like a full SSL yeah. board and everything in the yeah. house, and he's like, showing you around the house, he's like, I keep it 100, no, I fuck 100, I keep it 110, he's like, my house is a dump, but I don't give a fuck, cause I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he's just showing you around his house. He's like, I don't need nothing but an SSL. I record myself. Yeah. I took six months off, learn how to engineer, and now I'm fucking working. Mm-hmm. I hit the button, I run to
1: the mic. It's a pain in the ass <laughs> when <laughs> I get <to laughs> that shit done. <laughs> yeah. So. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. So, so okay, so we went through a little bit of the networking. That's what you need to draw from this, guys, listening at home. You know, if you don't network, at least, you know, network and put in work. Work is key in both of those. For sure. Work you know but but it's the whole package so so outside of new york what do you what do you feel um it's very competitive in new york obviously yeah it's you know like it's very competitive yeah. uh what would you say is a market that you want to tap into that you don't play a lot
2: um that's a good question um we kind of... We do the spots we want to do in New York as far as, like, the bottle service rooms and all yeah, that, I mean, like,
0: upscale yeah. clubs. Yeah. Where are you going? Where do you want to go outside of New York? Do you do you not want to leave New York? Like, I mean, well, this... I'm actually in the middle of a tour this month. Oh, where, where, where do you like to play, then?
1: Uh, so far, like... Um, Miami's cool. I played Miami, like, two weeks ago. I love Cleveland. I love Chicago. Um, Boston. Philly's always sick. When are we going to get you in California? Uh, I, play, I played... San Diego once Flux uh, twice actually I Flux? A com- I, yeah Flux is dope I, I played Flux and I played uh, a Comic Con Takeover nice I produced, Yo, I, I, was, I think I've a been there during
2: Comic Con yeah. <laughs> I think it was I think it was San, San Diego somewhere I was on tour and I saw a million people dressed I'm like what the fuck yeah. is going on yep. I never wasn't familiar with what it was just ran you just were there
0: as a regular person in Comic Con was a that night yeah. it was yeah.
2: I, I yeah. thought that shit was insane. Well, it was years mm-hmm. ago too, before I knew what it was. Yeah. And I just went outside and I'm like, what? I think it was <laughs> Vancouver. I was just like, why the fuck is everyone dressed up as
1: Pikachu? And these girls
2: are actually hot. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Um. What's what's, what's what's the bar in town? Um. Black Crow. Is that a place? Tipsy
0: Crow. Tipsy Crow. Yeah. In in San Diego. Yeah. 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 yeah tipsy Crow.
1: Yeah. So I produced uh, a remix for this show on like Lifetime or A and E. It was called Um. Wishes If You Send. And they okay. they took over that. Tipsy Crow. Tipsy And that? made it like a witch's theme oh, wow. thing for like the okay. whole week of Comic Con. Nice. They put it's us, like two they,
0: stories or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they put us
1: up out there and like made everything like themed for this one thing. Wow. Like Play there for like the week. Nice. And then got passes for free to go to the show, which other uh, the, the Comic Con thing, which is also yeah. cool.
2: That's dope. I think the goal, I think as like, you asked earlier, I don't, we were trying to figure that out ourselves. Like, what's the next step? Like, what do I, I guess, be out there more, do more of the rooms that like a lot of the bigger open format DJs are doing, mm, like travel that. more. I want to go to Japan.
0: Japan is yeah. where you want to go. Yeah, that's what I'm I talking just about. Go give to me Japan. that wish list so we can make it manifest <laughs> in real life. Yeah, I want to go to Japan. Japan. Yeah, me too. I want to go too. Let's do that. Any yeah. Japan uh, promoters out there? You can book them by yeah. reaching them what on Instagram. Yeah, One Oak Tokyo would be crazy. I yeah. One Oak Tokyo. Tokyo. Let's make it happen. Japan What's Star. the Instagram?
2: At DJD
1: Star. At Rick Wonder.
0: All right, and uh, so we want to go to Japan, and you can give me too. And <laughs> Australia. Australia, Australia on that list
1: yeah I, I a fuck couple of my friends it. always Benzie always tells me Australia is sure, the, so the nicest Do nice. I, like I
0: like to do a Europe tour Dude, yeah. let's manifest that right now and make it happen so yeah. we can look back on this podcast and just be like yo yeah, we it up. that's fucking crazy I want you to call me like in a month and go Raj we're trying to go you'll never fucking you'll never believe tours. this but they call <laughs> we talked about it on the podcast and they called. yeah, yeah.
2: we're trying to go we're, setting, we're trying to set something up for early next year we, we just haven't got yeah we're trying
1: to put together there's like a golden week in Japan um I think it's called Golden Week and we like to go out there and do like a D-Star Rick Wonder nice. tour,
0: tour. Dude, that's great you sh- I hope so yeah. let me know yeah, for if you sure. need a roadie <laughs> it's, sure. it's awesome <laughs> it's, 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 it's really awesome game, right? it, when you buy a bunch of shoes and you need someone to carry that shit back I heard the like, sneaker game is crazy down. out there yo yeah. it's, sick. Yeah. Yeah.
1: it's sick I played out there one once like two years ago and it's like it's it's dope nice yeah.
0: so what are your heroes uh, go ahead and break me off of, like who inspired you to, to DJ or to produce
1: Oh, like today's
2: like music, like and like as far as like recent. like, oh, heroes, talking like, like I'm talking about like I'm talking about if
0: Big Bird. If you watch Sesame Street and Big Bird counted down some song and he's like, you know, I, I started, I wrote a lyric off of Man, watching Big Bird. There's you know?
2: like three key moments in life that come to mind. <laughs> the first moment I heard Michael Jackson. Nice. Um, my friend gave me a cassette tape with uh beat it on it or something. Mm-hmm. I think it was he yeah, has beat it. That should change my life. Uh When I was in, like sixth, fifth or sixth grade. I heard, I saw the video for Bulls on Parade, Rage Against the Machine. That should change my life. And then, uh, first time I heard Iron Van Halen, um, one of his records. Um, like, the name slips me at the time, but I know which one it is. That put me on a house music that changed my life. Um, I'd say hip hop. I can't think of a record. Probably, um, probably Dre 2001, mm-hmm. like when I first bought that yeah, album. That should change my life. What? Um, Dre 2001, uh. Chronic 2001. Um, that changed my life. There was there was certain moments where I remember being yeah. like hearing shit and being like, "That's the craziest shit I've ever heard." Nice. Those are the records that come to mind awesome. as far as like young, I guess, like modern
1: music goes. Yeah. What about you? I don't know. I was just I was thinking. Um. I you don't know. No? Wait, wait, wait,
0: well, you can, it could be people, or it could be instances. Well, one thing that's, that's still in play. be a jam in general. I know everybody says that's so cliche, DJ, DJ, but like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, DJ like. AM?
1: To, I think now more than ever because everything's so the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. you know, it's the same music, it's the same stuff that like thinking back to how he did it mm-hmm. kind of like inspires us now to like like even right. step up a remix remixes, step up our, our DJ sets, just in general. Still, you know.
2: I think there have been I certain st- moments though, where you heard something and change the way you realize music could be made
1: through the wire. Kind of was that changed the way you, really?
2: See, I heard that done before, but I liked the way he did it. I just hated hip hop.
1: Nice. Yeah. Like nice. when I was a kid, if like if you put hip hop on my car until you get out.
0: What was you? What did you listen to before that? House music. House music. I was
1: strictly a house DJ. Uh,
0: yeah. Were you from? Were you from New York? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So that's cool. See, here's the interesting part: is like, I'm from Indiana, mm. right? So like I, my exposure to house music came same. way later in life. Same. I didn't hear same. it until 20 years, like years old. So 19, yeah. so here's the thing: it's
1: like, so I come when, to New York. When <laughs> I, going back, like when I was 15, 14, when I first started and first like got records, like. Mm-hmm. The older kids in high school that told me about parties, they only told Mm. me about house music. Mm. They took me to the record stores, it was all like imports, Mm -hmm. like like vinyl shopping. That's like the scene I hung out with. So I didn't really know much about like hip-hop and like the first clubs I went to, it wasn't like clubs today, where it's like more like ultra lounges or small things, it was like, you know what Terminal Terminal 5 is? I knew now. Um, It's it's like a a big event space, it's like a Webster Hall, like a huge event space. That was open every Friday. Oh, wow. Like like when I first come like started going on the city like there was these huge monstrous house clubs mega
0: clubs existed Me- yeah so mega we clubs. don't have that yeah so like what you mean, like got the places true night where gl- like what limelight was in that what the like, place like
1: yeah. yeah like limelight sound factory exit yeah. like the true nightclub yeah, yeah. Is kind of gone like when they,
0: when they say like the New York like these epic clubs. shit. clubs like, well that's predated that was a little disco probably that's like the yeah, yeah. Right? That's stopped in the eighties yeah that's like
1: that's when I started so like that's why I was into his house yeah and then later on
0: it's so amazing that you could just get by because New York has so many freaking. Areas of town and so many different people that you guys can literally like only you could immerse yourself into like a fucking dance hall you You could immerse yourself in a dance hall and there's enough people around in that scene to put you on so much music pre-spotify that you could just you know you, you can live in that and never listen to anything else. You, you know, can just and you're all, all your leather,
2: you could, like DJ like leather fetish parties. You do two, <laughs> yeah. and do a, do two nights a week probably, like if you
0: yeah. wanted to. And then like, New York has that. That's amazing to yeah, me because like for everybody. I'm from Indiana, shrinking, bro. Shrinking, Indiana, bro. Indiana, you had you had like your mainstream. Shit. Everything's a filter. So think of a filter coming from the east, coming from the west, coming from no, the right. south, right? Everything that's popular enough to make it through that filter is what we got. So I'm major mainstream. Right, right, right. right, right that's right, my right. new DJ name, I guess. Major Street. <laughs> but no, uh, the the, cause like uh, it, you know it was like uh, Nelly, uh, you know fucking uh, uh, Dixie chicks, Tim McGraw. All those things are yeah. all in people's wheelhouses there in Indiana. Like there's such a right, such right. A, uh, a hodgepodge of everything. You know, rock and roll, fucking like you know, rock journey. Um, all that shit, but it was all because it was so mainstream and so big that it beat all the filters to come to us. You all know? I can say so for all
2: the kids growing up in Indiana right now, thank <laughs> God for the internet. Let it be your savior. Well, yeah, that shit. now you know. You know but it's, I it's, mean, it's, you know,
0: you gotta think. I know. I'm I, saying I now. Had, yeah. For the kids growing up it's now, funny, thank it's funny God. How it's like
1: we, we were actually talking about this today. That it's so crazy how like the whole club scene, the whole DJ scene has changed. Because when I first started, when he first started, I feel like you went to clubs to hear music you never heard before Mm -hmm. mixed flawlessly Mm -hmm. and now when people when kids come to clubs they want to hear only songs they know Mm -hmm. and they don't care if it's thrown in out of slammed. key slammed they, they, they just, just want to be like do yeah. I know the song do I know the song I don't know the song yeah. take it off Yeah, yeah exactly. what is this song no right it's when when like
2: one in, out of a hundred where people right. are like what is this right when back stuff, in the day but... you
1: wanted to go to clubs to get put on to right. like hear right. like what's the newest stuff we were
2: the original influencers man we were the original tastemakers. Mm-hmm. you think about DJs the roommate? internet
0: took that out of our hands now and now it's like it might spread in a high school and be popular and then you know, that's a thousand high school kids that say it's popular and then it just spreads like wildfire. And now, so everybody's SoundCloud popular, right? And SoundCloud popular, people are getting, you know, on big, you know, like the, but it's like from the youth. The youth are taste making on their own. Well, it's also the shelf life. Yeah, the shelf life sucks. is gone though because, too. Because, because life's cause if, cause even though like, before like
1: really streaming took off, if a song was hot, you only heard it. Like when you went out or when you were in the car on the radio or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now if a song's hot, if it, come, it right if it comes out, out on Monday, yeah. by Wednesday you've heard it a thousand times. Everyone knows every word, mm-hmm. and by Friday you want a new song. Right, it's, it, yeah. it's where like a song, like a, a song, could have lasted a month or mm-hmm. two months yeah. or
0: whatever. Well, I think also the quality of the track is a yeah, the bars, the bars, right. the bars, bar bar cost. for what is good. But the problem is it's burning like a fucking. It's like a firecracker. You know what I mean? Instead of a fire, yeah. Okay, so like you have a, a wood fireplace or whatever, right? To like yeah. get heat. Or you have a bunch of fucking firecrackers in front of you. You well, know the what I mean? Bar like, to make,
2: make music slower. You can watch me yeah. produce a whole track for hours in the laptop now. Yeah. Whereas before, just to do drums, we'd have to have a sampler. Mm-hmm. We'd have to have like mm-hmm. you know, we'd have to rip them off old CDs and take sounds from other places. Now mm-hmm. it's like I got a terabyte hard drive. You just fucking mm-hmm. boom boom. Yeah. There's a kid. There's twenty thousand kicks. One one you know, m- uh, yeah.
0: One of my. Uh, uh, previous uh, podcast I had the, this uh, panel I was at the A3C and I was listening to a panel and I recorded it with Brian Michael Cox who's a, a yeah, pro- yeah yeah producer and you know Grammy winner and stuff but he you know was talking about the entry level of money you know back in the day when he started producing you know you had to 10K. buy a two thousand dollar keyboard you right. had to buy yeah. you know this it was ten k getting yeah. into yeah, it to right. start out you know what I mean now it's two hundred dollars you can get a li- right. little laptop. And crack and, the programs. and get crack, yeah. cracked for even Loose Basics ninety nine
2: yeah back that's three hundred dollars
0: yeah. you know and you're in the game ready to make shit right you know and you can find we'd... any
2: sound you want now back then yeah. you wanted that Korg piano for the house tracks you, you, had were, to buy, you buy it buy the really. Korg M one yeah. now you can,
1: you're eight thousand yeah. dollars in right yeah. there yeah. you know
2: just to have the piano and maybe that organ bass that we all it's love. good
1: and it's bad though because it, it gives people like you know it access gives, to stuff right no, which great. is which so it's wonderful that they have the access but. It's, 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 it's amazing and it's terrible because anybody can make music but at the same time anybody can make music. Right. Well, <laughs> the bad thing is, <laughs> that that music is the, the bad, bad music is getting out
0: the there. The bad
2: thing is not even about the bad music. The bad thing is is that if we knew we needed to take $10,000 to get a studio we would kill ourselves to get that $10,000. Yeah. I would go out there yeah. and kill myself to get The Kids yeah. now I'm not saying kids now, but that would yeah. eliminate 90% of these people that are like, oh, let's just make some songs. Yeah. Like, I'd go out there, I'd be busting my ass. I'd work three jobs to get mm-hmm. that money if I right. wanted to build a studio. Yeah. Well, and you know, said dedication,
0: that real, that real thing. Right. And so, so, yeah, the DJ aspect, right? So lowered the bar as far as getting into DJing too. So a lot right. of new kids, young kids you know are taking jobs you know South Park they do our jobs because you know right. they got a little controller and they learn how to DJ you know what I mean and then, and, and right. they go right to the club right away because they're 21 and can fill a party bus you know well, and, I, I, and, I've heard of DJs play off a Spotify list uh, yeah, yeah like they
2: the dope spots here you said there's a resident yeah, that does yeah, yeah
1: there's a resident right right just literally plays a Spotify list doesn't even mix you like well, those yeah, you know oh, whatever wow. Wednesday night and boom and then wow but like it's even crazy because like like if you want to be a DJ, right? You had to save and save and yeah. save and get those imports were like $9.99 for a song. So expensive, yeah. A song, you know. Now it's like, I can. If I have that was a good price. Sometimes they go up to fifteen. Yeah. If I if I, if I have you know a collection of hip hop and you have a collection of hip hop, yo, I'll swap I'll swap hard drives with you. <laughs> now we have a bigger cl- like it's yeah. like it's so crazy how like any literally anybody can have. Yeah, it's changed. Yeah. you know. You but it's open creativity now because we can do mashup yeah. edits in five seconds. I think
0: the difference cool. is like you said that the people would you still if you had to pay ten thousand dollars to do your craft right now would you still pursue that or would you give it up? 100%. And if that answer is yes, I would break my back. I would I would do unscrupulous things I mean, almost did, yeah. to to, <laughs> to, to, to get where I need to go you know, then then I think you would, then you're real, and you should stay doing it, you know? I sold mm-hmm. fake Jordans, but, man,
2: out of the clubs to make the money to buy the 1200s, man. Dude,
0: and, and uh, with the DJs, you know, a lot of them are, like, just doing it now because they're in college, and, oh, it's fun, and whatever, you know? But once they get their money, once they get, once they they graduate to be a lawyer or a doctor, like, right, right, right. they're done, you know what I mean? Right, I want to right. DJ. That's all I want is to DJ and to be in the DJ life, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, right. Like, in music. Music, right. career, that's yeah. all I want, you know? Right, yeah. like, same Yeah, (laughs) so I'm not trying, you know, like, like I never tried, I never wanted, I mean, when I was little, my mom was like, you should try to be a doctor, because they make a lot of money, you know, but like, obviously, when I started to think for myself, being not a little child, but started to find things that I like, music is what my path led me to, and it's what I really strived for, and so, and still do. When I
2: was doing pretty well, when we were touring all the time, my doctor was like, I said the same shit to my doctor. I was like, man, I was like, you got a good thing going here. And he looked at me and goes, you got a good thing going. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, you get to travel the world in someone else's dime. You're playing your own music. He's like, what? And I'm like, dude, you're a doctor. I'm like, what kind of car do you get parked outside? I'm like, I'm driving an M5. He's like, that's 10 times nicer than what I got. And I'm like, come on, man. I'm like, you got money saved. You got equity. You got funds. And he was just like... No nah, man, he's like student loans are are crazy. Oh god! Starting yeah. your own business is crazy. Like, My insurance is ridiculous. Like he was just like laying on me. He's like, dude, like you're smart. You did what you wanted to do. I'm like, yeah. that's crazy. I never that's thought about quick, it like, like that. what
1: we were talking about last night. At uh, a joke, it's like some people just have that creative bone. That, like they want to follow yeah, that I don't path think, and just make. Yeah, stuff.
2: especially when I was younger, there was like nothing gonna stop me. Mm. And like there's other, you people, could, there's, there's other people that are happy with like following parents, a rat race and, yeah. you know, and My parents could have disowned me. They could have thrown me out the house. <sighs> thinking, whatever, I wouldn't have stopped. I would not. Nothing yeah. would have stopped me.
0: And I think that's important, like to have that drive and yeah, really think man. about it before you do something. Because, I, mean, I mean, there are people that luck into situations. You know what I mean? But it's like. And you know they they might have just fucked around on fruity loops and no oh, you know shit, I'm the shit yeah. you know and they're just riding a little wave and they're fine with that you know yeah but I think everyone to... should ask themselves at the end of the day like would you kill yourself like would you really break your back to do I would what you, have you shot know?
1: somebody back you man know forth, yeah man. still breaking my back
0: yeah, yeah yeah and if the answer is yes then you should c- continue on yeah if for the answer sure. is I'm just doing this because it's fun and I'm I'm waiting to graduate college. There's nothing wrong with DJing wrong with as a hobby, yeah. but
2: at the same time, it's like there's nothing wrong with doing anything as a hobby. But like you, if you haven't, if you don't really want to do this, do this. It's like
0: at least respect the people who are trying to do it. You know what I mean? Like, like know that like it ain't know. even
2: that. It's like if you're not trying to really do, yeah, you should respect. Like you know, you should respect our jazzy jeffs, our DJMs, of yeah. course. You know, if you don't respect that, you're missing on probably some of the most innovative parts of our craft. But at the same time, it's like don't waste time doing shit you don't want to fucking do. Like you know right. what I mean? Like we work in our passions, and that's what's really cool. If mm-hmm. you're not working your passions, you're gonna always like. I feel like adulthood's like a pass, right? You or child, like creativity is like it's passing you when you're a kid. Yeah. And it's like it's, it's like your danger. It's a dangerous world to be as a child. Your imagination runs wild, mm-hmm. you know. And then when you grow up, I feel like you can turn that pass in, but you can never get that pass back. Mm-hmm. And like you got it, like you, you got your friends, <laughs> right? You got your friends that are like. You know they went off and they got their real job and they turned their pass in and they're mad at you because you never turned your pass back in. And they're like, man, you're 32 years old and you still ain't turning your pass in. Yeah. And it's like, motherfucker, I'm still here. Like, I'm yeah. dreaming. I'm still thinking about the day that I'm going to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And this could go for anybody, DJs, producers, actors, yeah. whatever. But yeah. it's like, when you turn that pass in, there's no coming back. You even meet the guys who, like, get divorced and they're, like, 35 and they're like, I'm back. But they ain't got the pass. Uh-huh. And then you lose that fire when you turn that pass in. That changes everything, and when you turn that in, you're out, in my opinion. So I think to me, it's like when you go and you you're doing this as a hobby, and you're like 21, and you 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 know you want to do this as a hobby. You're either in this or you're not, mm-hmm. and it's okay to do it as a hobby because most of the people that you BPF Supreme probably makes money probably aren't full time. We all DJs. start out. They all like start out a hobby, as a right? hobby, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, like the the pool probably makes you know all these companies like Pioneer is not living off of like the three hundred guys and the or the top DJ one hundred. Mm-hmm. They probably come from everything, but it's all the kids who wanna be those kids. Right. But it's the difference between like are you doing this as a hobby, that's cool, or you doing this to like if you are you doing this, you wanna do this for real, but mom's on your ass saying get a real job and then you go get that real job you turn your pass in you sell those turntables on craigslist and you just wish you kept going Mm -hmm. and like i have friends like that like when i was you know touring pretty heavily they were jealous Mm -hmm. a lot of them wouldn't even talk to me man like some of my best friends like kind of turned against me Mm -hmm. because they're like man they're jealous and i felt bad you, you've probably been through that, right? It's happening. You see it more happening, often. right? Yeah. The more successful you become. Like, uh-huh. you know, when I toured a lot, when I was doing like the festival circuit and shit, people would, wouldn't, a lot of my real friends wouldn't talk to
1: me. Mm. You wow. know,
2: and that hurt. You know, and you find out they're not your real friends because they don't want to see you win. Yeah. But they're sad to see somebody that was in the same room as you, that was doing the same shit, make it, and they didn't. And it's yeah. like, well, the difference is, is, I stayed up all night every night working, and you went back to bed. Mm-hmm. And you turned that pass in. Yeah. and I never gave in.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, so. I love your past theory. By the way, I think that's wonderful. I've never, I've right? never heard that before, and I love it. And I, love I it came up lot, with that last night. Yeah. It was good. Was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's turn true. Your though. Pass in, and you lost your passion. Yeah, that's true. I like that. It's cheesy, you know what I mean? It's true. You that- <laughs> <He> can never, <laughs> he can never yeah. get your pass back, right? You can't
2: get the pass back, man. You can't. Once you turn yeah. that in, you go get that regular job, and the fucking mortgage starts coming yeah. every fucking first of the month and all that shit, which we all got bills to pay, you know, but. Just like, something changes in those people they you know, do. they, they like, put the fire out inside their, that,
1: their mentality starts changing their lifestyle starts changing their things start changing and right I remember like two months ago I went to have like, a dinner with like a couple of like, my older friends and one of them getting married and we're like whatever and uh, they're like oh what are you doing now I'm like oh, I gotta go DJ this club and my friend's like oh I get to go home and relax you have to stay out all night I'm like you're yeah. gonna wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning and go to work at a bank <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm gonna wake up and watch cartoons yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I wake up at noon. What what are you talking about? Yeah.
2: But that's the thing. It's like, there's nothing wrong with that. That's what makes you happy. Yeah. But don't fucking hate on us. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. It's like, if that makes you happy, don't fucking hate on us because
1: we're doing what makes us happy.
2: If being at home watching TV all night makes you happy and you get to
1: sit there with your fucking wife, cool. Yeah. This kid was trying to talk shit about me going to Oak. I'm like,
2: yeah. What? My my fault. Sunday night, we're at one Oak and like having what we consider to be a good time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that.
2: And it's always those same guys, too, when they do come out. They go crazy. Are going to close? They drink oh. like crazy. Up- and we up- got to go to
0: the club. So, <laughs> hey, guys, I know we had a limited time for this podcast. I really appreciate you taking your time for this. Yes. And uh, I will be putting it up very soon and sharing it with you guys. So, thanks so much, Rick Wonder yeah. and D Star. D Star. All right. <laughs> I don't have your drop, so I had to do some shitty improvisation. <laughs> no drop. But
1: Shout out to San Diego. The city's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks again to D-Star and Rick Wonder for sitting down to do this interview for the Roger Rabbit Podcast. It was amazing. They have a great story, and I wish that I had more time with them. But we were really pressed for time uh, as we were, they were in a lab session when I got there and uh, they agreed to do the interview right before we all went out to the club and I got to see them DJ so it was amazing to watch that as well lots of energy if you ever get a chance to to, uh, see D-Star or Rick Wonder play you should do that you should also check out their exclusive remixes uh, on the internet it's all over the internet of course you can get some of the remixes on bpmsupreme.com as well Uh, so very very cool great work great hustle coming from these guys And hopefully we'll have them back on soon. Remember to subscribe and rate on iTunes. I really need your ratings. You can check it out on iTunes Podcasts. Everybody with an iPhone has access to iTunes Podcasts. And I believe I'm going to start uploading these to YouTube as well. Just for the people who don't have iPhones. And I'll catch you next time.